Hey, Morgan. What up, Judith? You look like fun to me. Do I? You look a little like somebody I know. I do? And I can tell you how this ends. Really? And I'll be in your head all weekend. <gasps> really? Shivers and butterflies? Mm-hmm. I get the shivers every time I look into your eyes. Mm. And I can tell that you are all in. Uh-huh. Because I can hear your heart beating. <gasps> because we're faggots. Padam! Padam! <laughs> Hey, Josh. Hey, bitch. Welcome to our quarter, half, three quarters of an episode. Yeah, somewhere in the in I the think universe. We're only, we're only peppering in a half hour, I think is the yeah. intention. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. a little bonus. We're really drunk, and we decided, hey, all you people out there who are deciding to listen to our first episode, guess what? You get two, bitch. And it's not even a full. It's a half. It's a little tease. And also, I told my mom and my sister they could listen to this, so I'm sorry I called you a bitch. (laughs) But, hey. I'm not apologizing for that mom and sister because you knew what you signed up for when you (laughs) said, I'm going to listen. And you've known that I don't wash my mouth. And you know that I try hard to be a good adult around children. And we all know I fail miserably. (laughs) The language I will not apologize for. I'm going to say it all the time. Speak the language, but to all listeners, I don't want to call you all bitches. But at the same time, if you're here, you a bitch. You a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Even then, you're our friend. You're here for the party. You're here for a good time. And even then, like we're still having drinks. We're still vibing. We're having a good time. But also, too, we thought, you know what? We're working on some. Even then. You have to forgive me. And I will, I, I can't argue this. I had, before this, I have mm-hmm. seven and a half years of radio experience. Yes. So even then my brain's like, oh my God, we have an option to make intros. And so even then that's how we started with this. But then it came to the idea of like, okay, we still have so much more that needs to come out of our mouths. Like immediately, like we're oozing. Ooze. Ooze like a fucking pustule. I even ooze. Oh my god, I don't like that name at all. Do, do you get that reference at all? I'm assuming it's a Batman reference, right? No, it's the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. The okay. purple dude that made the... Oohs. You know what is so funny? Is we somehow dabbled into... It shows up in our upcoming podcast. Uh-huh. Our conversations about Batman. So here's uh-huh. what's so funny. After we recorded those episodes... Which was even then, not only, it was just a few hours ago. Yes. But we then sat down and have watched the Mar- the Super, Super Mario, Mario movie. movie. Yes. And we started talking about, what did we talk We started talking about Batman. Well. Before I, that. Well, I, before that. I think we talked about Batman because I let you borrow the Batman. And the well, DVD yes. was still in the well, DVD. But hold on, no, no. So we had talked about Batman earlier in one of our podcasts is what it was. And then what I'm thinking of, yes, we were talking about The Flash in a podcast to come for everybody Mm -hmm. listening. But what it was is when we were done recording our podcasts, we decided we were going to sit down. We were going to watch the fucking Super Mario Super Mario movie. 
I opened my DVD player and I had borrowed the Batman from Judith. Uh-huh. And it was so funny because I was like, oh, yeah, we watched it. Go ahead and take it home. And I sent it home with him, not realizing we had never taken it out of the DVD, of the player. DVD player. So when I opened my DVD player to watch Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. surprise, lo and behold, I have the Batman still. Yep. So now um, I do still have it in my possession. So this is actually great proof for you. Not to so long, bitch. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. And even then, what's so funny is he goes, oh, my God, I had the wildest inclination to watch it the other day. I did. And he goes, and then when I went to, he goes, I didn't even open it because I was like, nah, I don't need to. I decided nah. against it because it was pretty late at night and I was pretty drunk and it was like, it's a Fair long enough. movie. It's a three hour movie. So I thought I better not. You, so I didn't go grab it. You know what? And what's so funny to me is like, I have, I love the movie. It breezes by to me. It, and it breezes by to me too. But even then it breezes by to me till he gets to where the Riddler is. And then once it goes to the part where, like, it's, like, that extra 45 minutes into them, like, trying to sabotage the new mayor's, like, conference and stuff like that. The Bell Real, which, by the way, oh, the like fact the... that Robert Pattinson is in a movie where he has to save a woman named Bella again is absurd. Are you talking about, like, the like the auditorium thing where, yes. like, all the people are there? It never fails that once I realize, like, he's got the joke, he's got the Riddler. I was gonna say Joker, but the Joker, we hear him in that part. It's intentionally in t- lead at, it's a lead yeah. to that. Um, But it's just one of those things that when I sit back and think about it, I'm like, bro, like, I sit back and think about, okay, we've caught the Riddler. Like you and Falcone is dead at that point too. So you're Falcone's thinking like dead. The, we are not worried about the other people. And I, my brain just when I realize we've caught him, I'm not necessarily worried about like his city, his shitty sidekicks who are gonna like try and fight. People. Right. The only I think the only like because that ha- you're, it's very funny that you say that because that has been one of the biggest criticisms. People love the movie, but yeah. they have said. Once the Riddler is caught and Falcone is dead and they're like, but there's like... still 45 minutes left of the movie. What's and going on? And that's been even then I've told you, I said, oh yeah. And the movie's over. He goes, no, there's still another 45 minutes. And I'm like, wait, because what? there's like... these goons. And a lot of people are like, well, but we don't really care about, these aren't the villains. However, it does kind of br- bring this kind of like almost terrorism feel into it, which like the yeah. whole, the whole sequence with the bombs and the flooding of the city is straight terrorism. creepy and and i also it's straight terrorism yeah and i love that also my favorite shot of the whole movie is him blowing up the ceiling and coming in through the fire like in the oh no and it, like, yes and so good i i'm all for the cinematic masterpiece of it and the thing is is like there's so like you know what's so crazy is to stop and think about because like even then like like i'm saying like you said and i've said and you're saying the criticism is is like after that point like nobody i mean that's that nobody Lord cares. Invested. It's not investment. Yeah, the, we don't have any investment in it anymore at that point. Yeah. So even then, I'm not trying to say like they they, they didn't fudge it. The movie is still phenomenal. Yeah. I'm still into it. And even then, there's parts of the movie that oh my god, the shooting. Even then, the best the the best shots are in the shots after he is going in to try and that fucking blackout scene where they're shooting and you see him fighting the guys. Oh my God, get down the hallway. Yes, that's my Ooh. favorite part. But do you know that I never see it because after they catch the Joker, I stop paying attention. Well, they haven't caught the Riddler at that point. Not the Joker, the Riddler. Yep, you know what I they mean. They haven't caught the Riddler at that point. It's right after that that they catch the Riddler. Because he comes out of that elevator and they... I guess maybe I maybe I need to rewind. Because that's when they take... Again, 
Um, we did find it in my DVD player. Josh is allowing me to borrow it again so I can... I was with them in the theater. We saw it. Yeah. I was awake the entire movie for that You did. One. You watched the whole thing and you liked it. And I, I am a Batman fan. It's just a matter of like, there's sometimes like if it gets to be like such a drawn out process, mm-hmm. my brain is, and even then we've, we've discussed this in the podcast coming up, uh-huh. the ADHD part of my brain, if you're not keeping something active and it's sitting down too long, it just deactivates everything. Right. And I, I've definitely caught that now here a lot lately. So even then, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, when I'm like, oh, we're going to. You're a Batman fan, but you're not like me, Batman fan. I, I am. am I, I will not dabble further into the DC universe well, of things. I don't things. really love that either. Like, but you're willing to watch like the Flash and stuff like because that? Because it's got Michael Keaton in it. That's and the I, only I, reason I and, wanted to see and it. And that's literally the, like, even then, that's the only reason I would give it to watch. But I may, but I also too may Google how long does he appear in that movie? He's in it it a long time. If he's in it a great time and I get to watch, even then, the thing is, is so like, even then, here's the funniest part about this is so I grew up and Josh and I've had this whole conversation. I did not grow up watching Batman. The only Batman. You watched the animated series. I, well, okay. I did not recall that I watched the animated series Mm -hmm. until a few months ago when we. We're still stealing that HBO account. Yeah. But when it was brought up, it was one of those things, but I did not like the only other Batman I had to associate with that was Batman and Robin. Right. So George Clooney. Yeah. Yeah. The shitty Batman. Yes. <laughs> the worst. But <laughs> even then the thing is, is I recognize like I, Michael Keaton oh, is he's... such a badass. That even then, I know that when I went and watched the two movies he had done, I knew that the first one was great. I knew that the second one was going to be even better, mm-hmm. especially with the fact of you cannot compete with the fucking Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. Selena Kyle. Yeah. You cannot Michelle's compete with the Oswald Cobblepot that Danny DeVito brought us. They are just characters themselves that have been. Well, and even Christopher Walken is Max Shrek, like a side Whoa. character but Hold actually on. the real the, villain my in that favorite movie. part about all of that is is that he does not in that entire movie it doesn't have the christopher walken effect necessarily you know what i mean no, when he's, he's like talking? acting his ass off he's not being himself Whoa. he's being like i i does is that how he talks in real life or is that just the way that we know christopher walken's voice is how he talks but the what's so great is but people, is that like his regular normal voice yeah the Christopher Walken thing that's like how he is with that but, inflection or is yeah. he does he does he not does he because like, even then the thing is is with that the Batman with Michelle Danny and Michael like I don't and Christopher rec- Walken, they're all in that same movie yeah, yeah and that's what I'm saying but I don't recall he doesn't have that inflection he doesn't because he knows how like he knows how to change his actual voice to be just part of his role what like kind of voice do you what, of, wait, really what kind of voice do you have do you think he had on the night Natalie would die when Robert Wagner oh, no, pushed her not, off the we're boat we're not gonna do all that <laughs> I just figured I would really go deep with that. But also too, I'm not I'm I don't want to bring Christopher Walken into that either. I'm gonna take it back. It was just one of those funny jokes right, that right. I thought it was gonna be an Well and Danny DeVito Oh my god. Danny no. DeVito isn't always, you know, a fucking person. Or I mean, although he Bro, is kind of hold on. like No, that Danny and... DeVito is not the kind of person who is like a disgusting vile no, person. No, he's a very pleasant person. He is the most <laughs> pleasant. He is the sweetest. He takes care of the people around him. He makes sure nobody he makes sure everybody's taken care of. 
He's such a good person and he does such a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if you want to break down the fact that I said phenomenal. I was going to say it, but I decided not to, but you decided to call it out. I'm missing, <laughs> I'm missing my tooth right now because they are <laughs> sitting in my purse. But my phenomenal. Feline, fe like Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm thinking Eartha Kitt. Well, but <laughs> in that same regard, though, Michelle Pfeiffer isn't a psychotic, evil. She's cat not a bad. No, She's yeah. She's a nice, pleasant. They just all kill it in that movie. Yeah. Now, you and me have never watched original Batman 89 together, which is with the one. Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Okay, That's so I have here recently gone back and watched it alone. Oh, really? Okay, but I've it wasn't anything that I was like, oh, no, I'm gonna write original eighty nine Batman. Great, it's really good. It's a little slower than uh, Batman Returns. Was that the one with um, Kim Basinger and uh, no? Uh, they like the like the balloons and the Batwing and the cathedral. It's yeah, I didn't like little, that one. It's it's. It was a huge cultural phenomenon when it came out. Really? Oh, yeah. Because nowadays it was fucking boring. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is like they... Hold on, though. I have said, like, there's some things that when I sit back and think about, like, shows I'm going to go back and watch. Like, uh -huh. we've talked about this with, like, even Star Wars. Like, I love the idea of going back and watching the original three Star Wars from the 70s you and 80s. You would probably be bored by them. You probably no, would. no, I love them for the fact that I love watching the stormtroopers fucking miss every shot. I want to be, I am there for the cheesy factor of it, yeah. right? And part of it is, is that even then, like, as much as I love the Michelle Pfeiffer, I love the Daniel Beetle, it's a very campy version of Batman. The Batman Returns? Yes. See, but everyone saw it to be way too dark. Though. No, no, I think of it as camp because it's just like such an over-exaggeration. Okay. And I think of camp as like an over-exaggeration. Like, look at how silly and crazy you can make this character. Uh -huh. Granted, given the fact that they went and turned the Selena, kind, the, the Selena Kyle, Kyle character they have of the 80s with Tim that they had Michelle do, 92. she definitely kind of translated into the animated series, for sure. It was a slinky, slick Well, yeah, they character. wrote the animated series based on for Tim sure. Burton's movie. Yeah, and that's to and I'm not even disagreeing with that. And I love Michelle's interpretation of it, but I'm also going to point out phenomenal. you've got that the penguin is phenomenal for a comic book. Yes. But if I'm yeah. going to if if I were to sit back and look at it in a aspect of it's over the top. Over the top. It's Tim Burton. I'm not even arguing with the fact that it's Tim Burton. What I'm saying is is like I'm thinking over the top in the sense of like, oh my god, we're carrying, we're these are characters that like nobody is ever going to believe are like real. No, people. no, you're no, you're yeah. totally right because that's that was also a, one of the complaints about Tim Burton's Batman's is that like Penguin isn't normally known as like an actual sewer penguin person. Yeah, he's like how Colin Farrell did him in the Batman. He's like a mobster guy that's kind of like got a limp and a little bit like like that's how he is and yeah. the origin and like tim burton is just someone who's a little bit unhinged and See, creepy and, so he and, decided and to I, go i don't have the information about the dc comic stuff like i do with to some degree of the marvel and even that. then i can't even <laughs> pretend like i know the marvel comics i'm not even gonna pretend like i 
it was it was the it was the cute thing to be that girl like you know fucking 10 years ago but even then like i enjoy the marvel movies they're fun they're a good time yeah the the superheroes are great and the thing i love with marvel is i love the lightheartedness that normally comes with a marvel movie yeah I do Except enjoy a good war and, and, and even then the best part about it is that you still had moments where you could laugh and be silly like those parts yeah, happen yeah. in it even then like fuck you know um the last one in game in game dude bro let me tell you something I I have moments where I have tears of joy and tears of sadness yeah, and me I, too me too god it was that was one of those movies that I'm going to tell you this much. I know that there's like some sort of fucking people who go around and watch movies and they think this one's the best. That one, those people did not watch that fucking movie that year. What do you like? What do you mean? I'm talking about Endgame because like they fucking had like like you think Endgame was the best movie of that year? Oh, I'll give them that. Yeah. Like the the emotion it invoked from the not the thing I want them to consider is like the general public maybe. That's always, are you talking more like kind of like awards and Oscars, that kind of stuff? Yes, but even then, the thing I'm considering strictly is like right now is like, bro, like, I don't want you even to say like they had the best acting because I'm not even pretending like their acting is the best. But I want you to acknowledge like this movie is the best movie that was made this year. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's been a pretty big critique with the Oscars for a very long time that they don't really they don't really take into consideration like general public's likes it's all just kind of like this movie like you've been talking about watching tar which i've never said tar was a bad movie but like if i sat back and literally considered like i i haven't seen it i just i want to because i've heard the performances i've not seen any of it either but my brain is literally immediately thinking of like okay this is the demographic of people who have like recommended it Uh uh-huh I don't trust their recommendation. Well, I will say Movie Bitches is a, a YouTube channel. And so I follow them like religiously. And they're, Bro, they're, I'm very aware. Yeah, don't worry about it. They're very, um, like, they'll. We they'll know be, who you are, Movie Bitches, and we <laughs> love you. They can, like, they'll be, like, critical of things sometimes where I'm like, oh, I kind of like that. But they talked about Tara like it was. Kate Blanchett's best performance. And I even said earlier, Kate Blanchett is one of my absolute favorites. And, and even then you're, we, okay. Cause we discussed the conversation somebody brought, like I brought up that there was a conversation, like if you could only watch one person's filmography. Uh-huh. And I said that somebody in the, 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 the episode or whatever I saw suggested Samuel L. Jackson and Josh uh-huh. kind of looked to me crazy. And I said, but also do you have to consider a lot of Tarantino films? Sure. He's in Jurassic Park. He's in the prequel for the Star Wars movies. Yes, he is. The variety of movies that that man has under his umbrella is so large. That's what I'm considering. This is going to sound terrible because a lot of people do this, but someone who I just thought of. What was that? Morgan Freeman. Yes, he's not a terrible one to think of, but even like Morgan. A lot of. Yeah, but would you like. I, I will give this to Samuel over Morgan is like, I feel like there's a lot more that Morgan may provide that may be more sentimental, and a little deeper. Whereas uh-huh. Samuel, even though his stuff still resonates in a deeper level mm-hmm. on the surface makes you feel strong. Well, like they're just more kind of good. They're gruff. They make you like, feel tough. They make yeah. you feel rough. And even then, I don't give a shit if he, like, even then, even in fucking 
Django Unchained where he's oh, playing goodness. playing the house slave and he is sucking up. Gives you Leo too. I brought that up. Leo. We talked about Leo that same time too. But even then, sucking up to Leo in that whole like the whole acting scheme of it. First of all, that man Samuel. The fact that they have not given my boy Sammy Jacks. I was gonna the, say just you call you call him Sammy Jacks. I've been calling <laughs> like him Sammy know Jacks him. for years. And what's so funny is my mom goes, "You say Sammy Jacks like you know him." And she'll I said, do it sometimes, even though I know it. And I'll be bro, like, "Who?" Even then, my favorite part about it is they'll say Sammy Jacks. You know who my other favorite one is to give? I've given a nickname to, and I'll be like, "Oh, you want to listen to Meg?" Megan the Stallion. Yeah, you know Megan the Stallion, but even then, it's just funny because I'm just like, oh, I'm not saying like you're not talking about Megan the Trainer. No, I'm not taking (laughs) Megan. Hey, that girl is making another baby. She's doing work. She's with the the Spy Kid. No, we are not going to defend Megan Trainer. I'm not defending her. I'm just saying, like, don't shit on her. Well, she's just a woman living her life. I just don't like her right now because of the things she said about teachers, like fuck teachers and stuff. That's she where did. She also of... did come back and give another statement. I don't know what it I was. I know it wasn't great, but who cares about being Trainer? Anyway, no, nobody gives a shit. But I was just saying, like, I care, when about, I... I care more about Junie from Spy Kids. No, but it was just so funny because, like, my <laughs> thing is, is I'm like, oh my god, like you're talking about Sammy Jacks, and Josh Sammy is like, Jacks. what? I go, Sammy Jacks. I do. I sometimes I and, know you so well, and I'll still be like, who? And my who mom is been like nobody's gonna get it and i said i don't give a shit if anybody's gonna get it the thing is is i want people to straight up and here's my this is what i want to come out of this josh okay i want you and i to talk to sammy jacks at some point dream big honey baby (laughs) no i'm not even telling you that because sammy is such a he's such an approachable man he's such a good guy Sammy. no don't talk about him like you don't know him. I know. I just, I just love how you're like, Sammy is just... No, no, no. Sam, he's a good man. That's the thing I think I'm about. I'm not saying he's not. There's just something about him that my brain's just like, no, 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 no. You know him. Well, I just, I mean, like, side... You know him. Sidestep from that, though, <laughs> yeah. in the actor department. What if it was, if you had to pick, like, a director? whose filmography you would only watch robert zemeckis really yep i'm because he did forrest gump he also did small soldiers he did oh back God. to the future he did like okay. one two three back future he also did small soldiers you you just said that mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't care he also did welcome to marwin robert zemeckis That's has a actually movie, yeah. a very large fucking filmography that people don't realize and that man can in my mind Anything I've ever watched of his, I've never been mad at. Yeah, I will say it would be hard for me because I would have to think about the fact that if I am picking... I love Spielberg, but I'm going Zemeckis. Yeah. Well, I have to think about it in the sense that if I'm only able to watch movies you said from director. this director... You said director. I've told you. I would want to pick my... like If I'm not able I'm to in. watch it's my Zemeckis. favorite movie anymore, so I would have to pick James Cameron. I would have to. I enjoy the Alien movies. Mm-hmm. I have seen the first two Transformers, which I think are the only two he did. Not Transformer, Terminator. <laughs> I was going to say Transformers. I said, also, those are all Michael also, Bay. I am so stupid. I say that as I somebody who's mix- watched all of them. I'm so stupid. I-, I just mixed that up. I think I just combined Alien and Transformer, and I was trying to say Terminator, because Ridley Scott did Alien. 
James Cameron did not. Terminator, <laughs> Terminator is what I was talking about. Okay. And then he also did the Avatar movies. Yes, and you love them, yeah. I do, but Titanic's my favorite movie. Yeah. So I would kind of have to pick him because I can't imagine never watching that again, but I also can never imagine not watching Batman or Batman Returns again. So... You have to consider also Tim. Here's the thing to give with that, though, also for you and that side note of Batman, uh, of the Tim Burton side of that. You not only have those Batman movies, you also get Beetlejuice. Nightmare you Before Nightmare Before Christmas. You've gotten Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. You've gotten, there's such a variety of fucking things you can watch, most of them, including Johnny Depp. Um, yeah. Corpse Bride. You that, which, that one's such a cutie. By the way, have you seen, like, they've tried to, like, suggest... I'll have to look deeper before I can dive all into it. But people have been like, oh, who these are the people who we think would be the best Corpse Bride people for it? Like if they were to do a live like action. Anna de Armas would be like the perfect. Anna de Armas? Am I saying her name wrong? Anna de Armas. I don't know. I just call her Anna de Armas. It's probably not right either. She kind of feels like she would have that look. <sighs> right? They said Anya Taylor Joy for Victoria. I can see that too. I'm just thinking about there Anna's was, like eyes, like so, like. Ooh. They said Timothy Chalamet for Victor. Oh, I don't know about all that. Love him, think he's great, but I don't have any clue. But Judith, are we are we gonna wrap this up or do we want to keep going? I'm fine with keeping. I know this is supposed to be a half hour, but kids, we're chatting. So, are you down for another half hour of us? You wanna keep playing? You wanna be on top? Da -da 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 I have. Go for it, girl. <laughs> she's not going to move, though. She's going to sit right here. Um, <laughs> no, she's going to go pee because I don't want I, that to happen. I, no, no, no. And Bobby does need to pee as well. So we'll be right back. Let's take a break, kid. Oh, welcome back, darling. Hi, Josh. <sighs> I really had to pee. I'm so glad I That's went. That's okay. I peed, too. Hey, we both. Yeah, it, the thing is, is when we take breaks, we make sure we make the most of our breaks. We utilize our time. We refresh our beverages. We yes. both use the bathroom. The dogs get to go outside. We yes. close the curtains. We make sure, like, if we're like, we're, if we have free time, we make the most of it, right? I also forgot I was going to tell you this because I read this while I was upstairs while I was peeing because I multitask. Yes, I have my phone in one hand and my other thing in the yeah, other yeah, hand. Yeah, you're Johnson. Yeah, I forgot to Just tell you. Just all that. That's, I we mean, were um, you might be you might be a gay man, but it is still your Johnson. Let's just be honest. We were speculating mm -hmm. about how uh, the rest of the uh, All Stars Eight episodes are going to go. Has that there been a big a conversation? There is a breakdown of what is going to happen. Is there a reunion episode in there? There is a re the final episode is a reunion where they will have everyone back and they will also announce the winner of the Fame Games. Okay, I like that idea. It's but, just almost like Miss Congeniality kind yes. of thing. Yeah. There will be an elimination next week. Mm -hmm. An elimination the next week uh -huh. the final episode is a top two they so are we've gotten down we've whittled it down they the final episode will be a top two where they both each film their own music video individually competing for the win for sure yeah I hear so instead of this is the first time i think ever where the final episode is only two queens Okay, so we have our top four. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Okay, so... We are at top four now. Robert De Niro thinks he needs to make a moment. And let me tell you something, Bobby D. This ain't your time. 
Stop it, Bobber. That was in the seventies. You're in my house now. So we're at top as Liza Minnelli walks away. We're at top four now. Yes. And there are four episodes left. Yes. So Akli will go home next week. Yes. And then the next week again. Okay. And, and then, then there will be an episode that's the finale. There are two queens left. Okay. The week after that will be the reunion slash uh, crowning of the fame games or whatever. So the okay. last episode is not the finale. Last episode is the reunion. Um, but then how do we find out who wins? The season? Yeah. The oh, episode, no, Bob Art. No. The episode before the last episode will be like the actual finale. The reunion so, okay, is the no, So we... Robert, if you don't stop, I'm going to put you in a cage. Now, I'm going to tell you this much. If if you were a little Joe Pesci, I would have killed you months ago. Oh, but my you, God. But he's Bobby D. Bobby D is the leading man. You know what I would have named Here's you? the best part about Nicholas it. Nicholas Cage, because you belong in it. Oh my god, he's just a little baby. You just said you would have killed him if he was Joe Pesci, and now I want to put him in a cage. Okay, never mind, I apologize. Yeah, but I'm just saying like in mafia terms because we're just talking about my dog being a mafia man, right? Yes. Even though he's not. Because we've actually, okay, we had this conversation earlier too, and (laughs) it made me laugh so hard. So my favorite thing to consider is, is that I I grew up, my dad did some theater stuff. Uh Uh-huh. I did stage crew stuff into two productions in my small hometown stuff uh-huh. lindy was like literally just like ensemble cast in two of those in both of those ensemble, little things right <laughs> well lindy was young Always the lead no no uh-huh. um and i didn't I, <laughs> go ahead go ahead <laughs> i'm not gonna say i didn't want to be the lead i just felt like i deserve far more than they were gonna give me and uh-huh. i knew that small town did not have yeah lies and I, I say this as i have two animals who are named after fucking horrifically wildly large icons in hollywood uh-huh. even then here's the funniest no. part no the funniest no. part about this is is liza was in the trash yesterday and today but i also too i gathered the trash in our bedrooms and it was just all sitting together and stuff and it was so funny because she was just like i had been like clean i had cleaned the stove off i had changed the like the, the grill covers under the like plate hot plates and stuff and when I cleaned them, they had stuff on them. Well, the dogs wanted to eat it because it was just obviously burnt food or whatever, right? right? So <laughs> Bobby's trying to eat it. I'm like, stop it. Stop it, Bobby. Don't eat it. Don't eat it, Bobby. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay, wait, hold on. This is like just actual food like he wants to get into. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, my I, I've said this repeatedly now at this point because she does do it enough. Judy's Judy Garland's daughter got into the trash. Uh-huh. Judy's daughter was in the trash. Judy's daughter was in the trash. And what's so funny is I do on a regular basis because we did start to call like our disciplinary action in the house is not necessarily like a squirt bottle, but it's that like paper. Like it's literally uh-huh. just like if you got like an Ace Hardware magazine and you wrapped it up and you put like, like a some newspaper of ads. Basically. Yeah, but it's it's more than anything. It doesn't ever add any like impact. It's just the noise is like hollow and loud, right? So okay. that's always so. Even then, the funniest thing was is when she was little, and I'd be like, "I am gonna get Judy out," and I would call the stick Judy. Oh, how funny! Meaning like her mother Judy. I don't remember you ever doing that. But the best part about it was is that I was calling you Judy all the time. So, like, Judy is coming over, and she would, like, run off. 
And I'm like, no, 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 that's not what I meant. And so we had to like kind of change it up a little bit. So even then we don't do it as much. We do still utilize the stick, but we don't utilize the name Judy as much. But she did get in the trash the other day. And because Steven knows how much I love saying Judy Garland's daughter got in the trash. He goes, God damn it. I go, what? He goes, Judy Garland's daughter in the trash all over again. And I was like, God damn it. So even then, the best part about it is, is like Robert looks at it and I'm like, Robert De Niro, this is not your space. You shouldn't be in here. And even then he looks at me like, oh no, like this is. Yeah. So we were already talking about the fact that like I have, my dogs don't have normal names. I, um, the, the joke has been for such a fucking hilariously long time. And this was a name I came up well before I ever met her. It was anything like that. Liza was a name that I told you. Yes. That I have every intention of naming my next dog because I found the joke of Judy Darlin's daughter digging in the trash. Yeah. yeah Hilarious. Yeah. Now that she does it, I don't think it's as funny. No, it's, it's never funny when you're <laughs> But it is still funny to be like, oh my god, Judy Garland's getting on the Judy Garland's daughter is getting in the trash. Like it's just such a, it gives me such a chuckle. And then even then, the funniest part was is like, so we we weren't planning on getting Robert, and you know that we all knew this because even then, the day you met him was the day we got him, and it was such a surprise event for all of us. Definitely surprised us with having. Well, even then, it was such a surprise because it literally just like all happened so quickly in one day. It was not even a little thing, but it was so funny. This girl at work who had only known for a day is like, "Hey, I have a dog. Do you want it?" And I go, "Wait, hold on. Like, (laughs) you're just giving a dog away? Like, what kind of dog?" And I say, "What kind of dog?" Because I was very particular, like. Every dog is great. Don't take that away from yeah. it. But I know my energy level. I know what I can handle for a pet's energy level. I know all that stuff. Yeah. I knew what I was looking for in a pet. I knew what I had gotten in Liza. I knew what I was looking for at that point for moving forward because I had Sitta before. I had lost, Sitta, so I, were, I lost yeah. Sitta, all that stuff. So even then, it was just a situation where I was like, okay, we've got like a good idea, right? And I kept, we kept looking, we kind of kept looking. And then all of a sudden that girl literally just like, oh, I've got this dog. And she shows me the picture. And I was just like, done. Like literally I came home, like Steven was still in bed. I jumped to bed. I was like, hey, you want another dog? And he's like, wait, what? And I go, hey, you've talked about wanting to get another dog for Liza. Liza needs a friend. We could tell she's sad. We know she needs somebody, right? So we brought Robert home. And even then, the funniest part about it was, is like leading up to it, is like we had talked about getting another dog, yes. and I had said to Josh, like, I'm so I'm so into this Hollywood names yeah. for my dog, like I can't get enough of it. Like I'm already planning for like a Bette Midler, a Helen Mirren. Yes. I can't wait to have a Diane Keaton. Like I can't like these are I, I want to have pets that have these Hollywood names, and but then. I I have Robert Anthony Dino Jr. I have Liza Mae Minnelli. Yes. I have actor names. Right. Joshua's the dog. Reason, though, do you remember like how funny it was when you? Yes, I because was sitting here talking to you about Duval is what we were talking about. Jordan. Yeah, Jordan's boyfriend or ex-boyfriend, boyfriend. Po- He's Olive's dad. Olive's yeah. dad had a dog named, named Duval. Duval. And I would always call him Robert. Yes. And I was calling him Douglas. Yes. 
And when you I were called talking about getting legs. another dog, yes. I kept being like, how stupid funny would it be if you just if you just have a dog and you're just like, Robert, Robert. It and was- even then, here's the funniest part is he kept, Josh was just saying that and Robert stopped and looked yep. at him. But he knows he knows his full name, just like Liza knows. Her name is oh, yeah. Liza Mae Minnelli. She has a full name. He has a full name. But we talked about the, the I have full actor names. Yes. You have character names for your pets. That is true. Mine are character names. They are because not actors. What is so funny is I remember the first time we were talking about our pets together. Uh-huh. I said something about my dog has a weird name, and I said it was be- from a movie, and I said Casita's yes. name Sita came from, from the Divine Secrets of the Yaya mm-hmm. Sisterhood, which is such an obscure movie. It's a weird thing. But then Josh goes, my dog's name is Patsy. I said, the only person I've ever heard named Patsy is from this show. And we literally at the same time go, absolutely, absolutely fabulous. fabulous. And we could not contain ourselves. Yep. And so literally, like, I met her. Oh, no, Robert. My dog, Robert De Niro, is a lot louder than the actor, though. He's got a real problem. Um, He's more of like a Sean Hayes than he is really a Robert De Niro. Well, he, he might be a Ray Liotta because Ray Liotta did a lot of those Chantix commercials. He likes to talk. I am fucking Ray Liotta. And oh, my Chantix. God. Ah, Robert, so, that's enough. When I got Patsy, actually, her name was Aspen. Fucking terrible. Um, yeah, not a great dog name uh it doesn't have a lot of when you're trying to kind of say things and get commands to like have them memorize their name it just doesn't really have a lot of uh oomph behind it they say they need consonants and they need uh like like hard like like and and Mm -hmm. my thing was that because i got my dog my first dog in a very weird situation it's a long story but i had been talking about my roommate had a dog who I loved and I knew he was moving at some point in the next year. I was like, if I ever got a dog, I would name her Patsy, Patsy Stone from AbFab. Well, I got this dog very, very young. And I was like, I mean, I can still change her name. She's a puppy. Yeah. So I did. And I, to me, I love the name Patsy for a dog. I think it's so here. Good. Here's a fun question I have for myself. Cause I guess I've never asked this question. I didn't consider it until. Okay. Okay, so I went to your parents' house for the very first time a week and a half ago. Uh-huh. Did you guys have pets growing up? I had... Okay, so my parents had a dog named Lucky when I was a baby. What kind of dog was Lasso that? Lasso. Okay. And since he did kind of bite me when I was a baby, they sent him away to my grandparents. Okay. And then later as we got older, like I think around nine, we took him back... Mm-hmm. And I think there was still just problems. Uh, we had him for a while, but then we sent him back to grandma, grandpa again. Um, he was an outdoor dog where I, I, he ran away a lot. He was a very, very precious dog. Very sweet. Very cute. But I don't think it was really like my mom's journey to be a, a dog She wasn't mom. a pet pam. But we yeah. had we had cats, but also still outdoor cats because okay. not indoor because even then, here's the thing: it's I, I, even then. If I stopped and like thought about your family, like where we went was no. perfect. Like it went, it went hand in hand for what I imagined for your family. Yeah. So even then, though, and even then, you've had the conversation about how like 
not that it's a bad thing, but like, you know, Winston comes over. But also, too, you do have two dogs versus just one. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. My sister and her husband's dog go there a lot, but they're also there like every weekend. And so they it's... do. And he's used to the environment. Yeah, he's yeah. also got good. He's got a training thing going on. Like they've got stuff yeah. going on. I have two very big dogs. And well, I mean, Winston's a big dog, too. He's a gold retriever. But I have two big dogs that aren't used to that environment. We yeah. don't go there every weekend. I mean, yeah. just this Look, last when we... I took you yeah the first that when i took you with my husband it was the first time that we had been there since christmas and even then what was so funny is jordan told me that when we pulled up he goes this is the first time we've been here since yeah. christmas we need to be better and, about it but and, we went two weeks in a row so and even good. then the funniest part about it was is i mean it was so funny because you guys were like the air conditioner stopped overnight and I'm so used to a warmer space that like I'm the only one aside from the parents sleeping upstairs but I'm so used to a stuffier room that I've got like a fan. I've got two fans blasting on me. I've got I've got an ass cheek hanging out. Like I'm just like, oh, I'm cool. I'm comfortable. We were still awake. And yeah. The when we figured out the AC wasn't working. Yeah. Mom and Dad have their little like. Yeah. They local. Mom one in and their Dad have a straight up hotel, hotel room in the front air their conditioner next to their bed. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But Mom was like so like Mom stayed up with. Jordan and Tino and me and was like drinking, having a good time. And she was so worried about you. She kept being like, can you please just text her and say like, if you're hot, it's because the AC is frozen. It's going to be like, Oh no, Liza, Manelli. I don't need that shit. Oh, the curtain's still open. Oh, sorry. She was so worried about you. And I was like, mom, she's passed out because I've texted her and she's not opening the message. Yeah. She's passed out. So then when I said it in the morning, you were like, Oh no, I was, I was snoozing. I was asleep. And even then, it has nothing to do with, like, the fact that it, I, to me, it wasn't uncomfortable, but oh, I have, God, it was for me. even then, here's the thing, for me, even if I have, like, my main floor down here where my thermostat is, which is where, that is the thing I dislike the most about some thermostats, uh-huh. but you also have to keep in mind, like, if you think about it, like, it makes the most sense, if I were, but also, too, if I were to put a thermostat in this house, I would have put it in the stairwell along the stairs. Okay. Halfway between both floors. Because the temperature changes. Well, we were sleeping downstairs and they were like, oh, good for you. You get to sleep downstairs. Yeah, but you also too. We were still burning up. Well, okay. So (laughs) I had, I even then, I'm someone who like, I am such a believer in air movement. Oh, yeah. That well, well before I ever even went to bed, I had my fans on. Like at my parents? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew you had fans. Yeah. I had the ceiling fan on when I realized there was a fan in the corner. I turned that bitch on. I have all of that moving and going from the time I walk into where I'm sleeping to the time I leave. If I don't have my own air thermostat to adjust, I'm working in the fan. Assess the room. Like, where's the fans? Where's the... (laughs) And even that's the funniest part about it is, is like the next morning when like Katie followed me in. Oh, yeah. Like, even then, it's not like that there was anything, like, we turned on the ceiling fan, and she just looked at me, and she walked around the room and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, oh, my God, straight up adult shit. I put my bra on under my shirt in front of a child that I had barely known in the best way possible. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, like, they're not going <laughs> to. But even then, it was, even then, too, I knew that there was no question about, like, my my level of how I was going to take care of that child. That, that wasn't right. the problem. It was just so funny because I'm like, oh, no, like, I'm perfectly comfortable in this room. Like, even then, I went down to your guys' room to where you guys slept. I'm like, oh, my God, it is a lot cooler down here. I said, but also, too, my room is plenty cool. Like, 
if you sat where I, no, no, no. Even then where I had the fan pointing and the way the fan was blowing down on me, Uh it was cooler in my room than it was up there in your room. We slept because there's two beds in that. Not you didn't even sleep with your husband. You go and we're like sweating. We were like, no, you over there, me over here. No, do you want to know me. the wildest fucking fun fact that I have discovered that we just and it's not it, it's not the sharing of the space that is a problem for Steve and I when we sleep together. Uh-huh. It's become the blanket. Oh, okay. So we even have started sleeping without the blanket. Now, Steven is someone who he sleeps better without a top sheet. I sleep really well with a top sheet. I will still put the top sheet oh, on our bed completely across it. It will always work its way over to being all over on my side eventually. But I also, too, if I get too warm, we'll pull the the the, my comforter part off and just have the top sheet on me. Because there are times where the top sheet is just enough. Yeah, just covered to keep me from freezing, but I'm still very comfortable. It's almost like a security blanket. You need something kind of over you to sleep. Yeah. And even then, the way we have it set up in our room, like even I have our fan close to the air vent. I have, oh my God. Okay. Hello. I'm holding your hand, ma'am. Liza Minnelli is such a needy lady. Hold on. She, she is our mother's child. (laughs) Liza, why are you acting like this? You act like this. You get cranky like this when you're hungry. I'll make you a Salisbury steak sandwich. I'll make you a candy muse. It's two, two steak, steak egg and eggs. It's steak and eggs between two pork chops. Yes. I used to make it for Liza when she was cranky. Yeah. And even then, you keep saying it, and she's like trying to get into your lap even more. She's like, oh, Please. We didn't, I didn't get, uh, get a chance to, to say my other dog's name. Uh, yes okay wait we've got one more this is a character name still yeah, too another yes. character name and i gave him a very sweet name that does go along with it i think i think it's the sweetest name but i also love it so much so tell me your dog's name well my other dog who is six because the older one is is 10 and she and uh, my younger one is six his name is chandler chandler bing and i call him Chanandler Bong. Which works, yeah, perfectly. Love that. <laughs> which is the name that he was receiving on his Reader Digest. Actually, it's Miss Chanandler Bong. <laughs> I don't care what it is. <laughs> That's the joke. But Chanandler Bong is my favorite thing to call that dog. Yes, and what the, yeah. my favorite thing is, is every time he looks at me, I go, oh, my little Chanandler. Uh-huh. And he just gets... Even then, hold on. This is my favorite other thing, too, is my aunt and uncle have a dog who he's... And this is just such a far-fetched thing. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. He is a, he's a Vishla. He's really sweet. His name is Gunner. Okay. Happy I'm, Gilmore. I am the only person... Am I right? Is that where you're going with this? Happy what? Gilmore? Gunner? No, no, no. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> um, he legit. Um, I showed up out there at my mom and at my aunt's. It was my grandma's 70th birthday party at the end of May. Yeah. We pulled up. I drove my grandma Kathy's car. So this is not a car that this dog recognizes me being in. Nothing. Okay. The dog runs up to the car. I run up to him and he comes up to me and go, oh, my little Norm. I've been calling him Norman for the last seven years. Okay. That dog only responds to Norman when I yell Norman for him. But if anybody else yells Norman, he doesn't respond. Why? Because for some reason, I thought it was hilarious to say that he loves to go where everybody knows his name. Like, cheers, Norm. Right. But his name was Gunner? No, no, no. Yeah, and it was for some reason I told my aunt, I go, this dog's name is not Gunner. His name is Norman. Oh, you just wanted to change the name. 
And I said, that's what his name is. And what's so funny is my aunt and uncle have flat out said, like, this dog. Everybody else calls him Gunner. Well, I love that for a dog, Norm. But then I go, they go, you yell. Anyone else can yell, Norman, nothing. He doesn't respond. He right. made, he, he also, too, doesn't respond to Gunner very well. He go, They yeah. go, you roll up and yell, Norm, and that dog is up <laughs> your ass. And even then, it's just been so funny because I've always literally said, I go, he always wants to know, like, he, he just wants to be where everybody wants to know my name. And yeah, it's always yeah, been yeah. the joke. And it was just such a stupid joke, but now it's stuck with it. And this dog is now like 12 years old and I'm calling him Norman. I know we talked about Norman and how he loves to go places where he knows his name. And I know that we've also been talking about how like your husband's going to come get you here in a little bit. Uh-huh. And I know he knows that I know his name, but all I ever want to give him is two middle fingers yes but that's just because like i treat him like he's like my illegitimate step sibling (laughs) that i didn't ask for redheaded stepchild well as a redhead i take that in offense my my aunt steph uh i apparently used to tell my mom like like because she was redheaded and she was a stepchild like that's not funny like (laughs) oh my god yeah well I don't even really know where that came from, the redheaded stepchild. It's thing, been a but... joke for a very long time. And I think the only reason it was brought up initially is because, like, being a redhead was, like, such a recessive trait. Yeah. That it was such a, like, oh my God, there had to have been two parents that had that recessive trait, but nobody realized that. It's so weird, too, because now I feel like redheads are almost, like, celebrated. Yeah, we are because we're fucking worth it. There's like a men, like a redheaded men calendar. Do you know Ginger that there men. are men who strictly only jack off to women with red hair? Same with gay men who only jerk off to ginger men. Yeah, there's something about us being gingers <laughs> that y'all fucks love and I don't get it. <laughs> I've just had freckles my entire life and I'm just trying to live. I'm just... I just want to live. Yeah, no, no. Um, <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want anything. I just, I want to move forward with my freckles and just live our lives. And I'd like everybody to give us our space. I have a lot of freckles myself, but I'm not a ginger. Although I had a lot of red in my beard before it all went gray. No, I've, I've legit. And I remember as a kid and it was the dumbest fucking thing I remember hearing as a kid. But my uncle told me. This is my dad's brother, which my dad's blonde, but gets red faced very easily. Uh But my dad's brother told me they were redoing the roof at grandma and grandpa's house. And I got up there with him because I wanted to see what they were doing. He goes, don't touch that. Talking about the tar stuff, obviously, because you don't want me to get stuck in it. I get that now, obviously, as an adult. Yeah. But as a child, he told me, don't touch it, because if I touch it, I'll end up with as many freckles as him, which he was covered in them. Oh, okay. The funny part about it is, is the amount of freckles on my arms did not change ever in my life. I've gotten yeah. more on like my shoulders, but not on my shoulders, arms itself in general, right? Too, yeah. But I do recall waking up the next day being like freaking out, like fucking just screaming and it being like, I didn't even touch the tar. Like I'm, <laughs> but also too, like I've washed my hair after doing like the Kool-Aid in it and the water being red and assuming I'd been shot. So that's right i that's jump. a whole story for a different i go day, i go to way too far of conclusions and i just give myself 
I've been giving myself main character energy since I was a child. Well, yeah, you I feel like your main character in not only your movie, but you do believe your main character in everyone's movie. <laughs> oh no, I, I am I I don't want to downplay how much I enjoy myself. I'm not gonna pretend like I don't. No, I don't think you should. No, I shouldn't because nobody else does and <laughs> nobody else likes themselves. Nobody else enjoys themselves. Like it's just I enjoy myself. Great. I'm actually very happy well, for you. Well, I have some time. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Like, the thing is, is like, I am somebody who like, for me, uh -huh. like, I love being able just to celebrate my stupid shit. Yeah. And I really just embrace it. And so even then, like, when it comes to, like, adjusting for, like, I don't remember where we were going with this because that yawn. Yeah. Well, l listen, let me say this. We're going to wrap this up. But what I will say is we are very excited about us doing pods. And we decided to throw this little uh, us drunken doing ex excursion in here. I think and that we I have a lot of... I won. <laughs> I think we have a lot I'm of great things winner. to come from this and i'm very excited and i'm glad that we're doing this and we just decided let's shoot the shit and do a little drunk no and that's that's even to the best part about this is and i will give that the fact it was like this is something we've talked about doing for a long time i'm so yeah. glad we're doing it i'm yeah. so glad we are bringing it to our people yes. and the people who know and love us are yeah. going to follow us and that's this is gonna be great I'm yeah excited. i had a fun time doing this Obviously, if we weren't doing this, we would just be hanging out and getting weird. We already but... get weird. The only problem is now is I'm telling him to shut his fucking mouth when he's in my car so we can hold on to it for the podcast. Right. Save it for the pod. Save it for the pod. The, and even then, even <laughs> Trixie and Katya took a very long time to get to that. You yeah. and I just talk so much so regularly that it's yeah. like, nah, save it. Yep. Hold on to it. Tuck it into a little fanny pack. I'll get you one. <laughs> All right. Well, you are yawning, and my husband is on his way to pick me up. Perfect. So we should wrap her up. Hey, thanks for being here with us. We will have another episode out in the morning, but this is our first little preview episode. And so. even then, if you're just listening here in the morning, I am still not drunk at this current time, though. <laughs> I have slept. I've gone to work. Life is good. Bye, everyone. Me.